You're listening to the Starshine Magazine podcast. I'm your host, Sandy Lowe, and each episode I'll be chatting with different folks in the entertainment industry, actors, singers, writers, directors, and more. Stay tuned and meet our guest. Jasper Cole is one of those actors that you've seen his face in a million different roles, but you can't quite place where you know him from. His most memorable role include Zeke in the SNL comedy film MacGruber and as the Oolong Slayer on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Unlike most of his roles, Jasper is actually a soft-spoken conversationalist who runs his own podcast, One-on-One with Jasper Cole. His latest film, Captured, is out now. Stay tuned, and I'll be right back with Jasper Cole. Are you a band, brand, or business looking for marketing help? Sandy Low Media offers affordable pricing on publicity services, social media strategy, web design, and more. Go to sandylowmedia.com for more info. Mention Starshine Mag for 10% off any service. Hey, this is Jasper Cole, and you're listening to Starshine Magazine. I wanted to congratulate you on, well, over a little over 10 years now of McGruber. <laughs> oh, thank you. God, I, know, I can't believe it's been 10 years. Yeah, amazing. Um it's a, the film that keeps on giving, <laughs> literally. <laughs> <Exactly>. literally. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, yeah. I've heard some rumors about a sequel. Is there any truth to that? Well, you know, it's, yeah, I, I can't confirm the confirm it, but I know likewise there was um, some rumors, and Will Forte had actually put that out there, that he was working on a sequel. I had already... I had written to him and said, well, bring Zeke back and he can be a zombie. Because <laughs> Zeke is, you know, killed off. Spoiler yeah. alert, ten, 10 years later. Um, but <laughs> but but he said uh, he liked that idea. So And, and Yorma, the director, I had told him the same thing. But, yeah, because, you know, it's funny. It's It's gotten a – just gotten this cult following in the last 10 years. It, it didn't do – what was expected originally, but it's kind of built and grown over the last 10 years. So it would be interesting yeah. to see them again. I, th- I think it would. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of uh, especially comedy movies that are like that where, you know, people, you know, in the moment they're like, eh, whatever. Uh, and right. then all, like years later all of a sudden it's like, oh, this is hilarious. <laughs> right. It kind of was a little before its time. And, you know, it's funny because SNL sketches in general – haven't always transferred they haven't done that great on this on the big screen i'm trying to Mm -hmm. think i guess blues brothers but there's been so many that you know a night at the roxbury and i i I, i'm blanking now but um well it was superstar with mary Catherine. yeah superstar right right i mean there is a yeah so um coneheads but i think i think this one just was you know especially younger college kids um tend to really because when I get to go out like to comic cons and stuff like that it's 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 always a new generation that's discovering it so that's been kind of cool yeah definitely um so how did you get your start in acting well my really break my first start came is um when I was still living in Atlanta in 1985 86 um I met a fellow playwright actress named Becky Kennedy and we created co-created this ridiculous talk show spoof called Willow Springs Now and it was like a it was like a 
cable access show in this small Georgia town, and we played the two stupid hosts, and we did the show in Atlanta, and it got good attention, and um, we decided we would pack the cars up <laughs> and drive to L.A. and bring the show out here. And and we did in 1987, and it was our first day here was the, the Whittier earthquake in L.A., which was oh, wow. <laughs> kind of a rude awakening. Like, hello. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so the little show came with us, and we got a producer in L.A., and we put the play up, and it, again, did well, and we got attention and got agents, and and then the real struggle began. But, no, we so we stayed, and that was 1987, and 32 years later, here I still am. But wow. it's all because of Willow Springs now. And then, you know, just the <laughs> just the usual um commercials and small bit parts and just kind of building my resume over the years. I was definitely not an overnight success. Right, but I think that um I don't know, there's there's you get to be a normal person still, you know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, I've nice. been talking recently. <laughs> I, I pre, I'm now that old guy that's preaching. No, but I was just saying recently in an article or something that I just wish I had enjoyed the journey more. So that's my big yeah. thing I'd say to people. If you could just enjoy the process along the way and not always be like, I got to get to the next whatever that next thing is. Um, yeah. Because in the meantime, you're not really present when it's happening and you – because I have all these credits and people sometimes will ask me about something and it's not that I've, you know, have Alzheimer's and can't remember. It's just <laughs> I I was just not as present or grateful in the moment at the time and I'll go, "Oh, yeah, I did that show or, you know." So I um yeah. So yeah. my career's been a marathon, you know, not a sprint. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. You know, it's funny um I interviewed uh Barry Corbin a while oh, back, yeah. and he is very much like, you know, with all the, the, I mean, the iconic roles that he's had, I mean, people recognize him from so many different things. He doesn't watch anything. He doesn't even know who, like, is Amos. So <laughs> he, <laughs> he just kind of does his job and enjoys the process of it and doesn't mm-hmm. care about anything else. It's well, really, that's like, kind of refreshing. Refreshing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's interesting I can separate my acting, but then this the other part of me that has like the podcast and, you know, I manage and I produce and all that stuff. And so I kind of stay on top of pop culture. I always say my brain is full of just so much useless knowledge about mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> about show business and pop culture. So when I do just go and act, I, I know it, I, I feel the same way when I'm just acting. It's kind of like um, that's. For me, that's like a retreat from all the other stuff I'm doing. But Barry's phenomenal. Yeah, yeah he's great. Yeah, he is. Um, so, what is your what has been your favorite role you played to date? Well, you know, it's interesting. It, it, it's probably genre by genre because you know I did theater for probably 20 years. I mean, I'm I still I'm not not doing theater. I just haven't done it in a while. But I had so many favorite theater roles like Boys in the Band and uh, uh, Fool for Love with Sam Shepard. But then in television, you know, then you get to TV and film. I mean, TV, more recently, I I, I loved playing on the uh, the Oolong Slayer on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And I Mm -hmm. mean, MacGruber is always going to be a favorite 
film role <laughs> because, you know, it was sort of a, a break for me. Um, uh, but since then, you know, I just, I have a film out uh, now called Captured, and I, I loved playing Shelley. I guess I probably the most, or whatever the most recent role is, it becomes your favorite. Um, right. But genre, but it's different, you know, from each genre. Um, and, you know, I tend to, I'm, I'm not, other than probably MacGruber, uh, I, I haven't had one main role. I, I tend to have that sort of face that people recognize or they can't quite. First of all, everyone thinks I'm I'm Danny Trejo. Um, that's, <laughs> you don't even look like him. Though. Nothing. I love Danny. And he's like Hispanic and I'm Indian and he's 75 and I'm 55, but he does look amazing. But lately I've just been going with it, literally. I'm just like, hey, man, thank you, you know. They're always like, loved you in Machete. I'm like, me too, thanks. Um, but but I'm sort of that, like, people can't quite pinpoint, you know, where they know me from. Um, so that's yeah. fine. I love it like that. I I mean, listen, ideally, now that the older I get, I just want to be like third or fourth sidekick on a, on a, on a TV show. You know, the one-hour dramas, I want to be like the undercover guy that can be homeless or drug addict or drug dealer, whatever, just play undercover stuff and maybe work two days a week. That would be great. That would be nice. <laughs> yeah. But I'll well, take whatever. I think people, like I have that. this reputation in the business that they know I'll take, I love to work, so I'll pretty much, you know, I'm reliable, I show up, no, no parts too big or too small for Jasper. That's cool, though. I like that. You know, it's like, it's work, and it's fun to, you know, no matter how small or big the role is. Yeah, well, what a lot of people forget is, like, for actors, we have to we have to earn money to make our health insurance every year. So, <laughs> yeah. and, of course, like the rest of the world, I mean, it, it the uh, qualifications keep going higher, you know, and the benefits are less. So so a lot of times people are like, yeah, I saw you in that role. You barely had a line. I'm like, yeah, but it paid me X amount, you know, thousands of dollars toward my health insurance. <laughs> right. So that's yeah. the practicality of the business that people don't see all the time. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, and, and you've played so many, like, uh, you know, gritty characters and homeless characters or, you know, killer characters. <laughs> is, there a, is there a character you play that's been anything similar to you in real life? Hmm. Anything similar to me in real life? Uh, well, most of those, yeah, most of those are n- nothing. I, I keep, you know, I go back to theater. A lot of my theater stuff, you get, you know, we get to stretch in theater as actors and play um, stuff probably that's closer to us, um, but I, I can't really. I, I'm a, I'm starting a film next week called Kombucha Cure, and I'm playing this character of Theo. And for the first time in probably 20 years, he's just this really nice, eccentric, quirky kind of guy from a small town. He's uh, a vet, a Viet, um, not a Vietnam vet. He's a Iraq Iraqi war veteran. He's simple soft-spoken and funny and I think this might be a character that's the closest to me um, that I've done on film because like you said he's not a serial killer he's not homeless he's not a murderer 
I don't get killed in this. Um, and it's a comedy, which I rarely get to do. So, so I'm going to say this new role of Theo is going to be something uh, closer to me yeah. coming up next week. Yeah. Well, I'm going to look forward to actually seeing someone this close to you on screen. Yeah, I think so. I mean, he's I mean, he's goofy looking and he's eccentric, but the truth of the matter is the reason I started my podcast, One on One with Jasper Cole, is for that very reason, so people would see my real personality. And And truth be told, and this is a good note to actors out there, I found out I got cast as Theo not because of my demo reel or any of my work, the director went and listened to one of my radio shows. And wow. it was me, just my real personality on the show, told her that she knew I could play this character. And that's kind of a bizarre thing because I never thought about that. you know. So she said, yeah, nothing from your reel showed me Theo because you're always killing and jumping and climbing and falling. But... When I listened to your podcast, I could tell you could play Theo. So, you know, again, we just never know as actors where a part's going to come from, you know. But people ask me, too, like, why do you love doing your podcast? I'm not doing it to get parts, but that was a nice little side note. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, you know, and uh, podcasting, it's like, it's a great thing to be able to like have another platform to express yourself. Right. right. And I'm really very political. I mean, there's no, no hiding the fact if you go to my Facebook, you know, I'm very political and outspoken and, and uh, like homelessness is a big platform for me. And I do a, one show a month. We do just on the, we call it the horrors and heroes of uh, homelessness, especially in Los Angeles. And so, you know, I like to be connected to world issues and stuff like that. So that's that is where I do that is on my other show on my show and then um you know, if you go to my actor pages and stuff, I don't I don't put political stuff or mix that up. But personally, mm-hmm. I'm I I do, but not when it comes to my career. That's smart. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to alienate people. I mean, but truth, I'll be honest with you, at this age and this point, my, I don't really care. Seriously. It's yeah. like if somebody yeah. if somebody doesn't want to hire me because of my politics, I, I don't want to work for them anyway, to be honest. You yeah, know? no, it's true. I mean, uh, it's, it's, like, it's like when people, you know, politics and their acceptance speeches and things like that, it's like, do I enjoy hearing about everyone? <laughs> no, but it's their right to do it. And I'm not going to dislike them because of, you know, suddenly now they're a bad actor because they don't, you know, believe exactly what I believe or something like that. Well, I always say we're – I'm happy to hear what they have to say if I agree with them. You know, that's the advantage. It's like, you know, as long as you're saying how I feel, that's fine. But, no, you're right. It has to go both ways. It's either go both ways or don't say anything at all, basically. Right. Which some people choose to do. Yeah. Yeah. Which is fine. <laughs> uh, so tell us about Captured. Oh, yeah. So Captured um, which just <laughs> came out on New Year's Day. Um, this is a great little movie because it's 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 five, these great five young actors, uh, singers, and I'm definitely the, the old veteran of the group. But it's about a rock band, 
and the lead singer uh, grew up at a certain place, and they want to go back to her home place to shoot a music video. Brittany Caron plays um, the lead actor, the lead uh, character. She's amazing. Um, she's on that series, The Magicians, and she's been on so much stuff. But anyway, so they go when they go back home. Um, it's basically been a, a rundown home that's been closed for years. But I play Shelley the caretaker who's known her since she was a kid and I'm still there. Um, and once they get back there, you find out all kinds of stuff unravels that happened when she was a kid and, and it's happening now again. And so it's one of those like who done it, but thrillers at the same time. And there's good rock music in it and good looking, you know, guys and girl, young guys and girls. And, um, but with the horror, element thrown in and at first time director Joe Arias he's Argentinian he's great um it's interesting I'm working I had that one then I had anyone home it's another first time director Patrick Cunningham and and um the one I'm starting Tuesday Monday is Cecilia Choi she's a first time female Korean director I'm finding that it's so great to work with these first-time young directors because they they're so passionate you know they're not jaded they come with all these great ideas and uh and they and yet they respect having veteran actors you know they they, mm-hmm. they want to hear what we have to say and what we contribute to so I'm, I'm loving it with the with the first-time directors that's awesome yeah yeah i'm sure it's nice to get some uh fresh you know, eyes and ears and air and thoughts. <laughs> well, and just some, you forget, like, just young, they're still very excited and passionate mm-hmm. about, you know, happy to be on the set. And But I always say, listen, I still, I love between action and cut, you know, time acting. And if I ever got to the point where I didn't enjoy it, I would stop. There's just no reason to to bring that onto a set, you know. Time to get out if you're not enjoying it, what you're doing. Yeah, definitely. Um, And where can we watch Captured? So Captured is on all the, I guess you call it the typical video on demand. Uh, Yeah, yeah, all the streaming, I guess just, what is Amazon and Hulu? uh, Well, no, Amazon, Amazon, uh, Red, Red, yeah, all that. I mean, um, if you go to jaspercole.com, I have a link. I have a link there to all the films and places that platforms and stuff like that. People can find them, or just Google the title. I'm sure, um, or ask Alexa, or <laughs> or yell at Siri, or. <laughs> I just got uh, an Amazon Echo for Christmas, and oh, yeah. I like have these arguments with Alexa all the time because she just doesn't listen to me. <laughs> no, and the thing is, she like Alexa, but I don't find she's not as smart as Siri. Like she, she's she knows certain things, but then Siri seems to know more, more stuff. Well, you know, but Siri ma- never knows anything for me. I don't know. If oh, I'm really? The right question. Yeah, she doesn't oh. answer me half the time. I'm like, okay. She's I think Siri too. likes men better. <laughs> Probably she she's, she's, like she's sexist a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she hasn't gotten the Me Too notification yet. Hashtag Me no. Too. Yeah, no, times up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But isn't it amazing that we're? I mean, even to this point, that we can literally. And I've gotten 
you, I mean, I've gotten sort of addicted to it as well, especially about the weather and stuff, you know, or oh, yeah. or how far something is distance-wise. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, and I'm not someone who, like, watches the news or, like, reads the news purposely. Because I'm right. just like, this, you know, it's just everywhere, and I don't, you know, need it in my face, and I feel that it depresses you. Mm-hmm. But I actually wind up asking Alexa for the news, and I'm like, why am I asking for the news? I just want to hear what she has to say. <laughs> she, and what, does she give you, like, little updates? I've never yeah, done that. Give, does she give you, like, yeah, she does that. yeah. Give me, like, a few things, and then she'll, like, actually, like, play clips from, like, NPR and things like that. Oh, wow. So, I never thought yeah. about that. That's an interesting thing. So, like, I could say, like, Alexa, what's happening with blah, blah, blah in the news today or something? Yep. And she'll actually, like, start to, and then she'll be like, this from, and she'll give you whatever network she took it from, and then she'll oh. play, like, a clip of, like, their news Oh, my report. God, I love that. <laughs> yeah. It's like the cliff notes of the news. Exactly. Yeah, so I like well, that's it. perfect. Like, okay, I still know what's going on now. <laughs> and you don't have to scroll on your phone. You can just listen. Right. Oh, yeah. my God. I think, I'm, I think, you know, uh, I think I'm hooked now. I think when we hang yeah. up, I'll be asking Alexa. <laughs> wow. <See>? That's great. <laughs> Let me know what you think about <laughs> I will. <laughs> uh, so when do new episodes of your podcast come out? Um, well, actually, tonight we have we're we're actually live on. I do two things. I do a live uh, show on Blog Talk Radio every Thursday night, six o'clock Pacific. And then there are times I go into studio in LA and sit down and do a recorded ones. But tonight it, we're we do an ongoing thing called well, speaking of called Breaking the News, and oh. there's three <laughs> of us, and we do a monthly recap of what's been in the news, like. You know, and so actually, I will be I will be asking Alexa before the show tonight. Um, I can't wait to tell people that I'm going to see what Alexa <laughs> thinks are the most important news. But yeah, so it's a six o'clock Pacific on BlogTalkRadio.com, one on one with Jasper Cole, and we all you can also call in and we take callers and stuff. And then, but but the all my podcast episodes they're all on iTunes. Uh, Spotify, and and again, if you go to jaspercole.com, there's a link to my show on there. It gives you all the archived things, a podcast episodes. I'm actually coming up on my 100th episode. Wow. I think I'm on 94. I mean, over a seven-year period, because I started with a show called On the Set with Jasper Cole four years, and then last four years, it's been a different show. But altogether... um, it's been almost a hundred episodes. That's awesome. I didn't know I would like it as much. I had been a guest on a show, and the guy said you should start your show over here, and I was like, about what? And he said, well, just entertainment. And but yeah, I just took to it. You know, I just really liked it. But again, it's that thing. Sometimes, like the things that you're not chasing after or obsessed with, mm-hmm. or kind of back to relationships what's the old adage you know pretend you're not interested and they'll call you um (laughs) it's that's been sort of my thing it's like the the hosting was the same thing it's like oh okay just kind of fell in my lap and uh I try not to overthink it you know I just sort of just I like for people just feel like they're having a conversation you know we're we're chatting we're over lap each other we talk you know i think i think a lot of the podcasts i listen to it's too rehearsed you know it's like mm-hmm. it's too structured i like them when they're just real and people t- you know laughing and talking and 
that's yeah I that's what too. I like to listen to yeah because sometimes sometimes I'll be honest I'll get asked to be a guest on shows and and maybe because I'm a host but I can tell when they're just like asking me questions like they've just written down questions you know they're not really yeah. engaging or listening or they don't want to get off track of the questions they have or whatever so I can tell yeah I've um I definitely listen to podcasts like that. And I'm actually going to be a guest on uh, a writing podcast next week. So this will be my first time as a guest. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, perfect. I'm sure you'll cool. be a great guest. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. But, yeah, I like, like interviews like this, I, it feels natural and feels good for a podcast. I have other interviews that just don't feel that way where it's like, mm, this person was kind of like, <laughs> no, listen, right? I mean, that's true. We've been on, yeah, I mean, we've all been on the other side. You know, you ask a question and it's like, you say, so, like when you said, what, tell us about Captured. Oh, it's a horror film. Yeah. <laughs> and then no, they I, just stop okay. and you're like, okay. And so, and that's, the, those are the hard, those are really like the hardest because, you know, they're not giving you anything. No. Yeah, I've had interviews like that. I've had interviews where they just sound like they're, you know, like I'm pulling their teeth. <laughs> to get anything okay. out of them. Yeah, or they just sound like so like, yeah, no. <laughs> just like, I aren't know. you excited? <laughs> I know, I know. Those are the those are tough. I, 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 yeah. I've had those, yeah. We just kind of have to like, you're just, it's like the longest interview ever. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't get that. I mean, I know a lot of actors, and maybe they're not all actors, but a lot of performers are very shy, and they always say, "Oh, I hate this press part." Well, then don't do it. Right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't have to do it. I mean, I know it, I mean it these are those are the ones that you <laughs> would be better send send the written questions to. You know, unless them right. Yeah, only write out the answers. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, because that's fine, yeah. but not everyone's made to, like, speak out when you don't have a script, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah I th I definitely think that that's the problem. Like, you know, I, I some of the younger talent that I, because my magazine kind of ranges between young and old. Like, I, you know, I don't I try not to limit it, mm -hmm. but some of the younger talent, I'm like, well, this person's not polished yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well that yeah, I could see that. I mean that's tough that's tough. I mean it's tough. And then you have people like me that will shut up and we we talk I don't know. I so. I love that where I can actually like have a conversation. Have a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well good. Good. I definitely will give you lots to I don't I'll give you probably too much, but but again, you know, I just I like to little. engage with people, so yeah. Great. All right, thank you so much, Jasper, and I will Listen, definitely... thank you, and happy 2020. <laughs> thank you, you too. Take care, my dear. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode, and I hope you enjoyed meeting Jasper Cole. Check him out at jaspercole.com, and also check out starshymag.net for more movie news, interviews, reviews, music stuff, all kinds of cool features. So until next time...